Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented as always by our friends at your local pick-and-save stores. What a big day today in high school basketball. It's huge. And it doesn't get any bigger than the girls' tournament. Uh, A couple of state champions already uh, have been uh, named, and we have a chance to talk to a girl that's going to be playing here in a couple of hours in the semifinals. She is Cameron Hoffman from the New Berlin Eisenhower Girls Basketball Program. I told her last week, if they get a win and get up there, we'll have her back on the show. And she said, come on, I'd love to be back on. Cameron, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, Cameron, before we start, I have to tell you that I got a text. There's a car full of of girls driving to watch you guys play. They're part of the New Berlin Eisenhower feeder program, the sixth and seventh grade um, team. And I, I, I promised that I would, I would, they are so excited to watch you guys play. So Elena, Isabel, Jamie, Callie, Julie, Callie, um, Sawyer, Alexis, Chloe, Julie, a lot of Julies in there. Tessa, yeah. Gabby, Lauren, uh, Kayla, and Ellie. This, these Aww. girls in a van, in a car, in with my buddy Tom, and he's like, hey, first of all, you might want to pray for me because I got a, uh, the, I got five of them. So heaven help me is what he said. But he loves these girls and he loves this this group. And they are so excited to, to make that drive to watch you guys play. And, you know, Cameron, when, you, when you're a senior in high school, you don't, and especially with what you're doing today, you, you don't need any more pressure. But you, do you remember being that age, like these girls that are driving sixth grade, seventh grade, and thinking, man, I can't wait to play on the varsity at New Berlin Eisenhower? 
Yeah, I remember all my youth years, I would watch, like, the state tournament on TV, and I always thought, like, wow, this is my goal. Like, this is where I want to be. That's so cool. And, like, I know I for sure looked up to all those girls. Like, no matter what team they were on, I just thought, wow, like, they're awesome. They get to play on TV and on the big court. And I think that's, like, such a great opportunity, and I can't believe that like all our hard work paid off and now we get that chance today. Well, for that, that youth program, for those sixth and seventh grade girls from the New Berlin Eisenhower feeder program that are in the car right now listening, I want you to understand what she just said. All of that hard work and all of the sweat and tears and, and the sweat equity that Cameron and those other seniors put into this New Berlin Eisenhower program, it's paying off. Because they're playing Reedsburg today. And pretty excited about that. I'm sure you, that you guys are um, set, ready to go. And the thing, Cameron, this year is totally different than any other year in the history of the WIA and the state tournament. And the fact that you guys get a chance to play and hopefully we take care of business against Reedsburg and then we'll wait and play the winner of the second game. Um, it, it kind of different, right? It's almost like AAU or summer basketball where you're playing more than one game in, in the day. Yeah, for sure. That's like, that was when I saw the schedule come out, I was like, wow, this is exactly like AAU. Like having to play two games with not a ton of time in between. Obviously, I'm hoping and I'm confident that we'll be able to beat Reedsburg so we can get to that second game. But it's definitely going to be a challenge but I don't think that we're going to struggle with it because in the end, like being able to play for the championship is obviously a huge motivation that I think will get everyone through. Well, you have beaten some really good teams, obviously throughout the year, but the last few games, um, some of the, I can tell you this, Cameron, for guys like me, some of the scores have surprised me defensively. You guys are just playing extremely well. And I can tell you that, um, after you came on my show and then played the game you played, I reached back out to your coach and he said, look, she was unbelievable. And he gave me the stats and said, she, Cameron never came out of the game. And this is what she did for us. And, and uh, you know, if you can get her to play like that, she can come on your show anytime. Um, Cameron, <laughs> once, the ball, once the ball gets in the air and you start getting up and down the floor a couple of times, this is the game you've played for a really long time. So it doesn't really matter at what level or how how bright the lights are. This is a game that you girls have played together for a while. So you just kind of get into that routine of playing, correct? Yeah. I feel like once we, like you said, once we start playing, we'll kind of start tuning everything out, everything else out. And we'll just dial into like the game itself. And I don't think that that part of it will be a problem. Especially because we're like a senior and older led led team right now, and I feel like everyone's gonna stay really composed. Yeah, I do too. And I don't think look, I you know got a chance to talk to your coach. I met him in person, and I've talked to him a couple of times since then. And my I was really interested in the process. You know, you guys are up in in lacrosse, correct? No, you're in Oshkosh. Yeah. Where are you, lacrosse? We're, we're in lacrosse. Yeah, I'm. You know what, Cameron? I'm looking at this sheet, and you know, being my age, I don't see as well as I used to. So don't make fun of me on that. <laughs> but you get a chance to. So you probably what went to lacrosse yesterday, made that trip, correct? Yep, we left yesterday morning. 
Yeah. How fun was the ride up there? Was it quiet or were you girls talkative? Um, we left at like 8 a.m., so it was pretty quiet. Lots of people slept, just kind of like relaxed and took it all in. But our parents were great. They like decorated the bus and everything oh, and like awesome. put signs and like balloons. So it was really awesome. Yeah. No doubt. And, you know, that fun stuff, and I've been in the position where you are right now, you know, and, and you can have a lot of fun that, that day before, but I'm sure once you guys woke up today, um, you know what, now it's business. Let's take care of business. Let's uh, make sure that we play really well that first game and then hopefully get that win against Reedsburg and then watch the, the second game with Hudson and Franklin. Take a look at that and then get ready You'll play today at 12.25 if you want to turn on the TV and watch Cameron and her players and her teammates from New Berlin-Eisenhower play against Reedsburg. New Berlin-Eisenhower is the two seed, 24-4. and Reedsburg, 19-1. They're the number three seed. And uh, it should be an, a very interesting, um, I think, game. that When you play against teams that, that you haven't seen or played, uh, throughout the year, that kind of makes a game like this a lot of fun for me as a coach because it's not like you're playing some team from the Woodland West. You're playing a team that you don't know a ton about, and uh, you can certainly watch a lot of film and get prepared for, but you don't know 100% what you're going to get. Yeah, that's what's kind of cool about it. Like, I would much rather play a new team than a team that we've already played a couple times, and like, it's exciting. We've definitely watched. A lot of film and I feel like we're really prepared and we're going to come out really strong right away. Not many common opponents either. In fact, I don't see any um, and maybe I'm missing somebody, but you know, they're, they're playing um, Mineral Point and on Alaska and their only loss of the year was obviously a really good Beaver Dam um, team, but it's, it's teams that, that they've played that you guys haven't. And same thing with with you guys. And when looking at the teams that they've played, and I don't know a ton about them, but I look at your schedule, Cameron, and I would think that you guys have played much more of a difficult schedule than they have. I would agree. Our schedule, I would say, overall is a lot more difficult. But also, Onalaska is a really good team, and they came out and beat them, and they had a close game, like you said, with Beaver Dam, who – we beat in overtime. So, like, I, I definitely don't want to underestimate them. No, like, I know they're good. They obviously made it to state, which is a huge deal. So, I Cameron, think it's going to be a really good game. Yeah, I do, too. Anytime that, that a team, and I look looking at their stats right now for Reedsburg, anytime you have four girls that, um, three for sure, that are, that are averaging well over double digits, and then a fourth that is right under that, um, it makes it difficult because it's not like you can take away one player and then be able to, to to win the game because their best player who averages you know a ton isn't scoring. They've got a number of options. So I think defensively, and I know that that's something you take a lot of pride in, that it's going to be important as a team that you guys play together really well defensively. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hey, when um, last question. If, if uh, you were to say, you know, talk to these girls – from this New Berlin Eisenhower feeder program, making the the drive to lacrosse right now to come and cheer you guys on, and uh, they're so excited. What would you say to that 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 group of girls that are in my buddy Tom's car driving 
to lacrosse, what would you say if they wanted to get to the position that you are right now? I would say to just keep your eyes on the goal. Don't don't worry about your necessarily like your personal successes, but worry about your team's success and what can you do to help your team get there. And whether that's developing individually or, and all together as a team, like just when they come up to watch, like take it all in and take in the experience and vision yourself being there one day and t- ask yourself what you can do to get there. Man, there you go. That's Cameron Hoffman, and and she has just been so kind with her time. She gets a chance to play in a couple hours against Reedsburg. I promised your coach I'd get you back to them at 10-10, so I'm pretty close. Cameron, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. Good luck today. Thanks. She is Cameron Hoffman from uh, New Berlin Eisenhower. So a couple of things with girls basketball. Mishikot. They won their first ever uh, state title today. Edgy Mineral Point, or this was yesterday, excuse me. Um, no, that was today. Looks like maybe last night. Division four state championship last night in lacrosse, 70-66. Uh, they beat uh, Mineral Point. And uh, Mishikot, congratulations on that. Edgy Mineral Point in the Division four title game. That was a great, certainly a great win for Mishikot. Uh, that team and that program. Division three semifinals, uh, Aquinas uh, dominated uh, uh, Westfield and Lake Mills held on. So it, uh, there's a lot, again, you watch them on TV, a lot of really good basketball on the girls' side being played. We're going to transition over to the boys' side, and we're going to have Mark Miller join us for the next two segments. Then David Burkemper, head basketball coach at Pewaukee, will join us. We'll introduce you to our current electric superhero of the week at 11 o'clock. 11.15, Paul Wallersheim from Greendale Martin Luther. DJ Malachnik from St. John's will join us. And then we'll kind of go through some of the scores on our Citizens Bank scoreboard show. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores this time of year. You know, I, I, I think I asked uh, Mark Miller to join me early in the week and then sent him a text this morning, can I get you for two segments? Because there's just so much to talk about when it, uh, when it comes to high school basketball. And on the boys' side, we talked a little bit the girls' side, um, and now we're going to talk all boys' side. Hey, Mark. Uh, first of all, how you doing? How's your family? Everybody okay? Everyone's terrific. Thanks for asking, Mike. Good. That's awesome. Hey, um, let's talk a little bit about, before we get into any you know, predictions and who's playing who today, can we talk a little bit about, I, I've been giving the WI a lot of credit. I, I think um, when you look at some of the states and even some of the cities in our state, not a lot of high school basketball being played in the Midwest, but here at the state of Wisconsin, not only are they playing, uh, they're playing a state tournament, they're going to have state tournament winners. They're going to figure the whole thing out. And I give them a lot of credit for this, the way they've, uh, they've adjusted to this thing. Yeah, I would, I would agree. I would agree. The only downfall, of course, well, there's several downfalls, but it's not WI's fault. It's the pandemic itself, of course. And then the fact that we don't have, 
you know, the Madison and Milwaukee schools playing is, is very disappointing. And then, you know, the state tournament uh, being in different locations is, is not normal. But, you know, considering all the circumstances and, and you know, the difficult situation that uh, that, the, that we find ourselves in, I, I think they they hit a home run with this season. I, I totally agree that they, you know, did whatever we they could in working with all the schools to make sure that, uh, you know, we had this season and that things were handled in a, in a safe way or as safe as possible considering the pandemic. So I'm with you 100% on that. Hey, can we, um, are, are you going to head out? What game are you going to go? Are you going to, are you able to go see a game tonight? Actually, I'm going to stay home and uh, watch probably about seven or eight games. I think uh, that's, that's better use of my time than maybe just going to one game. <laughs> yeah. It's, so, you know uh, what? It, it's made guys like you and I adjust a little bit because we're able to watch a lot of games. You know, you can, you can go from one to the next. So there's a timeout yeah. in one. You go see the other. It, it's not the same feel. Um, for me, I I went to see MSOE play. At, they were at home against Concordia last night. And I got a, a text from Joey Imachus saying, hey, do you want to come down tonight? I've got one spot that I can put your name on the list. I go, yeah. And uh, uh, Brendan Lewison plays for Concordia that we coached at Martin Luther and Joey Imachus over at MSOE. And it was fun to be you know, in the second row. And there was a couple of guys behind me that were getting on, some guys from Concordia and you know, that for me was fun. It was good to see a, a good, a well-played college basketball game with a lot of Wisconsin kids that were playing. And uh, you, you kind of get that feel again, like, boy, I'd like to get back into a, a packed house again. Yeah, well, no question, no question. And, of course, today, you know, with the girls' state tournament going on and then, of course, uh, the sectional finals for the boys was always a, a a huge day in terms of crowds and atmosphere and, and you know, just the hoopla around surrounding high school basketball. And, you know, even though uh, the WIA did a terrific job, like you mentioned, making sure this all happened this year, you know, today's a day where they, where they take a big hit financially. I mean, when you consider how the sectional finals and the girls state tournament uh, would have been attended uh, in a normal year compared to this year, you know, it's, it's too bad. And of course, for, for the people that want to go to the games, um, uh, you know, it's, it's difficult, but at least, you know, the family and friends get in and, and some students can get in um, and, and we're having the games, like you said. And, and you know, uh, knock on wood, it, it looks like things are, are looking a lot better for, for, you know, next school year that, you know, we'll be back to kind of a regular calendar and hopefully have, uh, you know, we'll, we'll certainly have some new protocols in place that probably will be with us forever. But uh, at least we hopefully will have, you know, like you said, the fans and the stands uh, to create that atmosphere and having bands and concession stands and dance teams, all those things that, you know, have been missing at times this year. It's great to uh, hopefully have them back next year. Hey, Mark, uh, with, with uh, you being kind enough to give us two segments today, I want to just kind of start in division five and talk about the two games going on today at four o'clock uh, McDowell Catholic and Turtle Lake. Um, in fact, we'll talk about all Division Five if we can. Um, we'll start with Sectional One, which is McDowell Catholic at home against Turtle Lake, a one versus three. Uh, your feeling on that? Yeah, you know it's funny. Uh, oh, we're just showing a bat in the in the <laughs> across center. Oh, <laughs> really? Marquette a few years ago. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, when you're in my position, you have to know a little bit about every team. Um, right. So you're like, well, how the heck do you know anything about Turtle Lake or Chippewa Falls McDonald? Well, 
you know, the stream comes in handy in that respect because you can watch the teams play. And I think this is a pretty good matchup. Um, you know, McDonald has the advantage of being at home, number one. And then number two, they also have an advantage of playing a, a really difficult schedule because they're in the Western Clover Belt, which uh, includes mostly Division uh, three and four schools. So they, they play Altoona and Regis and Fall Creek twice each and Osseo Fairchild. So they come into the game, you know, battle-tested. Um, I think McDonald has a little bit of an edge in this game, but I, I think it'll be very competitive. Um, uh, McDonald has some senior leadership. Uh, their, uh, their best player, Logan Hughes, is about 6'1", 6'2", and, and uh, is a wing player and, you know, can score in different ways. But more than that, he's got a, a, a really good um, poise and, and presence on the court, just his ability to, to impact the game from that perspective. And, and, and be a leader, um, you know, kind of gives them a little bit of an edge today in that game against Turtle Lake. Yeah, you know, that's another change that, that you know, we've because of the pandemic going on is that these games normally are at a neutral site. And now there are teams that who, you know, if you have the higher seed, uh, you get a, get a home game. And that certainly is an advantage with, with, uh, with sectional finals. My goodness. Yeah, it is. No question. No question. And again, it goes back to, you know, this year being different and, you know, I mean, obviously the WI changing, <laughs> I'm just looking at the TV and it's making me laugh. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, the WI changing things in terms of which division, you know, over a hundred schools would be in, uh, you know, back in January was such a curveball as well um, that schools had to adjust on the fly, but that's kind of been the way this season has been for everything. Mike, you know, pe- teams and coaches and players and parents and, media and everyone associated with the game has had to adjust on the fly, you know, where, where you think you might be playing a game one day and you're not playing, or you think you're playing team A and you end up playing team B. So yeah, hosting the sectional finals is a huge advantage, but you know, like you said, again, going back to it, it's just, everyone's happy to get the opportunity to compete and play and, and, and show what they can do on the court, you know? So um, I think all the away teams in, in, in the, um, in the 20 games today are, are, you know, eager to go out and, and prove that, that they're, you know, as good as, as the host team. And, you know, it's not like it's going to be a, a completely packed gym and the home court advantage that it might've been in the past. Hey, um, one other game I want to talk about in division five, uh, Houstonford, which is in, on your website with sports.net is on the coaches poll ranked number one and Monticello is ranked number two. Monticello got the one seed, um, and so Houston's Ford has to travel to Monticello in, in this game and, and be interesting to see, uh, that, that should be a really good division five basketball game. Yeah. You know, Houston's Ford has three losses this year and two came to Lourdes Academy, which is playing in the division four sectional final today. Uh, they have a, a six, six senior named Dylan Keel, who's going to Northern Michigan on a scholarship, who's a very good player. They also have a six-nine center in Alex Egglestein, who who has put up some pretty good numbers this year, um, and, oh, and they have pretty good guard play. Uh, Gavin Tim was a first-team All-Conference player for them, so it, it's uh, it's a game that that has some star power. Monticello has uh, Peter Gustafson, who will be most likely the Player of the Year in the Six Rivers East, and a double-double guy and a really well-coached team. Uh, Coach Olson always does a really good job at Monticello, so. Um, uh, those teams won't be overly familiar with each other, I don't believe, because they're in different conferences, um, and yet they're not that far away from each other. So I, I agree. I think that'll be a very good game. Both teams, uh, I think, you know, have a legitimate chance to win the whole thing. 
Um, so we'll see who comes out of that tough uh, battle today. I, I do like Houston in that game. I, I just think they have kind of a difference maker in Dylan Keel who can, you know, soar above the rim for putbacks and dunks. And um, he's a tough matchup because he can, he can kind of attack the basket from the wing, but he can also make uh, jump shots. Then um, he's really vertical. He really gets off the floor exceptionally well. Well, boy, they uh, they took it to Stockbridge. They beat him 82-28. And Monticello yeah. had had a tough game, um, 59-55. Real quick, before we get to a break, I want to get there's some Division Four teams uh, from this area, and certainly wanted want to start with uh, with the Prairie School. I've uh, had a great year, but when you go to Cuba City uh, to play against uh, Jerry Pettigrew, you know you know you got your hands full. And Coach Pettigrew, they got the one seed. Prairie School got the two seed. That game um, should be a pretty good game. I, I, I have to be honest. I know that Cuba City's had a great year, but the Prairie School I've watched a couple of times, and they got some really good athletes, and they're well coached. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's two really good teams, um, and um, you know Cuba City got the benefit of getting Brain Daly back for their sectional semifinal. He had been out. I think since the Christmas with a broken wrist and, and he had 20 points in their four point over Randolph. Of course, he's going to green Bay on a scholarship next year. So he will play today. And that's a big boost for Cuba. I think when you look across the state and, and you think which teams really are going to encounter a tough environment in terms of being on the road, I think this is one of those games. Uh, Prairie's going to have to travel all the way to Cuba Um and, and they're gonna they're gonna be in a gym, kind of an old old style gym, yep. uh, where you know the fans are kind of on top of you, and and it's gonna be it's gonna be somewhat of a hostile environment that they're gonna have to adjust to. Um, and you know, can they do that? I mean, you're right; they have a very good team, and they're well coached. They have players who can match up with Cuba City, but sometimes you run into a buzzsaw, and I wonder if that might not be the case today. Uh, Prairie's gonna have to stick with them early, and and really. Uh, play with a lot of confidence and, and uh, you know, get Antoine Nesbitt in the game early. Um, and, and he's always in the game in, in terms of how he affects it, but uh, maybe get him to, to score, you know, at a high rate early. Um, it should be a fun game to watch. It's one of the, I think it's one of the premier games today in the state. I agree with you on that. The other, the other uh, games in division four, Sheboygan Lutheran at home against Lords Academy and Edgar at home against Clear Lake. Um, yeah, if you were to to give us a prediction on the four teams that are going to end up going to state in Division Four, who would they be? Well, you know, I did that uh, with sports, and uh, uh, Division Four uh, is is a tough one. I mean, I, I, you know, Edgar uh, playing Clear Lake. I like Edgar to win that game, even though Clear Lake is the only unbeaten team in the state at this point. Uh, Lourdes at Sheboygan Lutheran. Uh, Boy, that's a really good game too, and and I think that's one of the marquee games today as well. I mean, he really got some good players on the court, good coaches. It'll be a great atmosphere at Sheboygan Lutheran tonight. Um, I did pick Lourdes, um, but you know that's a toss up. Um, I, I did pick Cuba City. I think that'll be a really good game. And then the other one, Blair Taylor, with one loss, is at Luther, which has one loss. Um, Luther has a front line that goes six five, six seven, six eight. Um, their guards are like six two, six six one, and six two, so they have tremendous size. And Blair Taylor has only one loss, and a coach who's won over six hundred games in Randy Storley. So um, I, I did pick Blair Taylor to come out of that. So I got Blair Taylor, Cuba City Lourdes, um, uh, to advance along with Edgar. 
You know, notice I'm getting you to make all the predictions because if people are going to get mad, <laughs> he is Mark Miller at Wissports.net. Hey, Mark, we're, I'm going to hold you over. We're going to dig into Division Three, Two, and One on the other side of the break. Go, go to Wissports.net, and and I'm just telling you, it is. I've said this for years. I am. If there's a bigger fan of Mark Miller out there than than I am, I'd like to meet him because the stuff he does for high school basketball, it's it's so good. And it makes uh, my job a lot easier for what I do here on 1250 AM, The Fan. But it certainly um, it brings a lot of insight into the game of high school basketball. And not just the games and not just the players, but a lot of different things. So if you haven't spent much time with Sports.net, um, with Sports.net uh, do yourself a favor and go read his stuff because it's really good. We'll continue. We'll talk Division 3, 2, and 1 on the other side with Mark. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're joined... By Mark Miller from Wisports.net for another segment. We're going to dig into Division Three, Two, and One on the boys' side basketball. Let's start in Sectional One and Two. Uh, teams from around the state: St. Croix Central, it's the one seed, and uh, they're, they're playing Northwestern, who I think upset Aquinas. It wasn't uh, Aquinas had the two seed in the home game, but Northwestern beat them 80 to 52. And uh, I know a little bit about that Northwestern program. We had their coach on a little bit earlier in the year, and and uh, he thought that his team would be playing the best basketball at the end of the year. And I guess he was right. They're playing awfully well. Yeah, they are. They they have a lot of different weapons, so they they really spread it around. It's not one or two guys that do the bulk of the scoring for them. They like to get up and down the court. They like to shoot the three point shot. Um, tough team to to stick with uh, throughout the duration of a game and. I think their big win was when they upset Cameron in the regional final. I thought Cameron was one of the better D14 or D3 teams in the state this year. Um, that was only Cameron's second loss of the year. So Northwestern took some bumps early in the year. They play in the Heart of North Conference, which is a pretty competitive league. But I think today they're going to uh, go up against a team that won the Middle Border Conference in St. Croix Central, a team that uh, is experienced, has a lot of seniors that play key roles for them. I, I think St. Croix is going to come out of that game tonight. Hey, and then Wrightstown against Brilliant, the one and the two. Wrightstown um, is the one, and Brilliant is the two. And that game, 4 o'clock at Wrightstown. Yeah, these two teams, of course, were, were old rivals back in the Olympian Conference, and, and they've since uh, moved on to different leagues uh, with Brilliant in the eastern Wisconsin and, and uh, Wrightstown in the northeastern. Brilliant's played really well the second half of the season. Uh, has a really good sophomore in Jeremy Lorenz, 6'7". They got a good senior guard, Hunter Krepline. Uh, Wrightstown, again, a pretty balanced team, although Coach Corey Hayes' best player is his son, Sam Hayes, who can who can shoot and score. He's about 6'1", 6'2". Uh, they have another really good uh, accurate perimeter shooter in Matthew Hansen. Uh, he's among the leaders in three-point field goal percentages here in the state. Uh, the game at Wrightstown, I give them a, I give them the edge, and this will be uh, Wrightstown's first trip ever to the state tournament should they – pull off that win uh, later this afternoon. Boy, that, that would be awesome for them. In, uh, in Division uh, 3, Sectional 3 and 4, our teams from this area here in Milwaukee, 
Uh, first one, Lake Country Lutheran and St. John's be the third time that they play. St. Uh, Lake Country Lutheran has beat, uh, beaten them both times. And you know that saying, it's hard to beat this, uh, a really good team three times in a year. I can tell you that we're going to have DJ Malachik on at 11.30. And I know that uh, this is a game that, that after he got beat the second time, after that team got beat the second time, they were hoping that this would happen. They'd get one more shot at a really quality Lake Country Lutheran team. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be a war, no question. <laughs> the game's at Lake Country. Uh, they have a great gym, by the way. I really like their Of course, I like St. John's gym, too. <laughs> That's yeah. a neat old place, but... Um, yeah, this is a this is a really good matchup. I mean, I went to the first game that they played against each other this year, and it was a war right down to the end. And Lake Country pulled it off. You got you got star power with two outstanding players that shared the MVP award in the Midwest Classic, and Luke Hurdle from uh, Lake Country, and then of course Brandon Podzinski from St. John's. Um, I I pick St. John's just because of what you mentioned before, Mike. You know, the three times in a season, and maybe this is the time they they get them. But boy, it's tough to it's tough to beat a Luke Hurdle team. That that guy just does everything out there. He, you know, even if he isn't scoring, he just sets the tone for for how Lake Country Lutheran is going to attack on offense. And then he's got such good hands and and, and such good uh, just a good feel and balance and and positioning on defense where he can really make it difficult for teams. He's kind of a throwback old style player. He just he just gets it done. Uh, in so many different ways, he's, he's really a joy to watch. Um, and of course he can score too. So that should be a, a thriller should be a great game. I, I anticipate that it'll go down, you know, to the last few possessions and, uh, you know, whoever comes out of that one, uh, is going to be, is going to feel like they really accomplished something. Cause that's, that's a tough game to win. Mark, I work with a woman whose son plays JV football at Lake country Lutheran. And I happened to be in the office for a minute yesterday. She pulled me aside and said, Hey, are you going to that game? I said, you know, I might. Yeah, I'm not sure. She goes, can I tell you a quick Luke Hurdle story? I go, sure. She goes, uh, so my son plays safety on the JV, and he was really frustrated trying to figure that position out because he hasn't played it before. And he'd get in the car. I'd pick him up from practice. He was really frustrated. One day he got in, and he was laughing. And, and I said, you doing, and this is her talking, you doing good? He said, Mom, you're not going to believe what happened. I was telling somebody, a coach, that I'm struggling at safety. Luke Hurdle came over and said, hey, you're going you're gonna to practice with me today because I play safety. I'm going to help you. Come on. And he said, Ma, the whole practice, I got to hang out with the best player. And he was teaching me things that he's looking at, how he's using his hips to move this way, his feet to move this way. He goes, he didn't even know my name, Ma. So how, you know what, how awesome is that, that that's the story you hear about this kid who grabs this kid from JV and says, come on, you're going to practice with me today. I'm going to show you that safety position. So I loved hearing that story. I like hearing stuff like that. Best player on, on the team, but, you know, big man on campus grabbing a sophomore saying, come on, you're going to yeah. play with me today. Uh, the other game, Racine St. Catharines against Milwaukee Sci Academy of Science. Gabe Key's doing a great job at Academy of Science. Obviously, St. Catharines, I, for me, I, I just think this might be their year. Yeah, uh, well, it's their year because they're they're well coached and they, they have really good talent and they play defense yep. like nobody else. Um, I, I think they're the best defensive team in the state, and I think you can make a case that they're among the top teams in the state regardless of division. I mean, they got two Division One players um, who really defend, and, and, and then they got another player in Jameer Barker who – got division two offers, but Tyrese Hunter, who's going to Iowa state and 
uh, Kamari McGee, who's going to Green Bay, set the tone for Coach Nick Bennett, and um, they defend, you know, and, and their offense kind of comes and goes. They have games where they really struggle a little bit on the offense end, but then they have games uh, where they where they really score well. Uh, you know, Tyrese had 28 the other night in their sectional semi uh, victory over Springs. So um, I just think it's going to be tough for MAS to do what they normally do um, in this game because of the pressure that St. Katz puts on the ball. Uh, Donald McHenry, of course, can score against anyone, and he'll, he'll get some points today because he's really, really good. Um, and, you know, MAS is a well-coached team in their own right, and they, they have some other players on that squad. It's a good team. Um, but, you know, I think they're running up against a, a, a really formidable opponent today, so it's going to be tough for them to pull that one out. You know, Mark, you talked about the gym at Lake Country Lutheran and St. John's. It's a shame that St. Catharines can't play at home. That was that was as close to what I think Indiana basketball, high school basketball, <laughs> that feel. that. And I've coached a ton of games against St. Catharines at St. Catharines, and I loved being in that gym. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's my favorite gym in the state. It's just a... Uh... It's just a throwback gym, you know, with the with the floor, with the you know the playing surface on on what the second floor, I guess, and then the you know the bleachers starting up on the third floor, and and you know permanent bleachers that are built into the <laughs> concrete. Uh, it's awesome. And so forth, yeah. It's just, yeah. Uh, you know, the only drawback for them probably is that there's not a ton of space on the out of bounds on either end, and then of course, you know, how do you fit? How do you fit if they have six teams, three boys and three girls teams? How do you get them all to practice? You know, you don't have a field house. <laughs> Well, um, that, either, that's the only drawback. But for a game game day atmosphere uh, in, a, in an incredible venue, um, that that one is the best. I don't. I haven't been in any other gym that that surpasses that one. No, me neither. Hey, Mark, we're, go, we're getting close to time uh, on time, but so let me go through Division Two and Division One real quick. Um, Pewaukee at home against Wisconsin Lutheran. Yeah, great game again. I mean, you know, this is what sectional finals should be. You know, just these great games and. This is the third time again, just like St. John's and Lake Country. And, and just like I picked St. John's, I'm going to go with Wisco in this one, even though they're on the road and lost twice to Pewaukee. That's kind of a gutsy pick because, uh, you know, I certainly could see Pewaukee winning the game. But, um, you know, you got to pick a few upsets. And this is one that I think, you know, could happen. Then again, Pewaukee could go out there and, and win handily. Um, although Wisco so so well coached and has such good talent that I, I don't see that happening. Terrific game. We're two really, really good teams. Two of the better teams in the state uh, going at it. So it uh, should be a fun game to watch. And a lot of really good young talent on the court. A lot of guys that we're going to be talking about for the next couple of years. Yeah, I agree. In fact, uh, uh, David Burkhamper is going to join us next. Day. He's the head coach at Pewaukee. Um, in Division One, Wauwatosa East and Franklin, a couple of teams obviously from the Milwaukee area. And DeForest and, and Arrowhead, another team from this area. Uh, quickly, if you can give me an idea on your thoughts on those two yeah. games. Yeah, uh, the DeForest-Arrowhead game, I think, will be very, very competitive. Uh, um, De- Arrowhead might have a little bit of an advantage inside, but DeForest has one of the better guards in the state uh, in the junior uh, class, and Max Weisbrod, he's the, the son of the head coach, uh, Craig Weisbrod. I picked DeForest, but I think that's a that's a pick game. And then Tosa East, you know, they, they, they get to host Franklin, and Franklin beat them earlier this year. So that's going to be a war as well. Um, a lot of good basketball players on the court in that game. Um, I kind of think, you know, like you mentioned, St. Catharines earlier the year, I kind of think, you know, with Tosa East winning the greater Metro and coming out of that brutal uh, regional that they were in, I kind of think maybe this is their year. So I did pick Tosa East, but um, it's going to be a tough game for them today, no question. 
And then Kimberly at home against Menominee Falls. Menominee Falls just got by a, a, a West Bend East team that played really well down the stretch. Um, lucky words up at Kimberly. And certainly Menominee Falls got some really good players. Their guard just got offered by Wisconsin. That should yeah. another be, be a really good game. Yeah, I think so. You know, they played earlier in the year, and, and Falls got them pretty good. Um, just one of those games around Christmas where, you know, one team was ready to go and the other maybe wasn't. Uh, Kimberly will be ready to go today, and the game's on their court. And um, I think this is the year that they break through and get to the state tournament under Lucky Wurtz and uh, going to be a big threat to win the whole thing. Boy, there he is. It's Mark Miller. Thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate it. Wisports.net is where you're going to want to find his stuff and understand if you have his home cell number or his cell number and his home number, don't call him from 4 to about 5.30, quarter to 6, and don't call him after 7. He's going to be busy tonight watching <laughs> a lot of basketball games for sure. Hey, Mark, thanks a lot for your time, brother. Okay, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Have a great day. Take care. Yeah, you as well. Thank you. Uh, let's get to break. Other side of the break, head coach at Pewaukee is going to join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver. We're now joined by the head basketball coach at Pewaukee. 7 o'clock tip at home tonight against Wisconsin Lutheran, team that they've played twice, and uh, it's tough. I, You know, anytime that I had to play a team three times in a year, it gets difficult because you guys know each other really, really well. David Burkhamper is joining us. Coach, let's uh, go back before we go forward. But I'll tell you what, a, a good, a well-coached Brown Deer team that got one of their, you know, got a really big-time player back who was not eligible um, near the end of the year and started playing extremely well, you guys beat them by a lot. I think it was 25, 30 points, something like that. Um, and when I talked to you, you said, look, we shot the ball really well and our kids were ready to play. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, you know, if you look at our first half, um, I think we shot 75% in that game in the first half and scored 59 wow. points. Um, so, you know, saying we shot the ball, ball well is probably an understatement. Um, but I also think, you know, defensively we were locked in. Um, Brown Deer, very well coached, talented team. Um, but, you know, uh, I think we've been playing well. Our schedule was built in a way that would prepare us um, to play these tough teams at this time. And uh, so far it's, it's paid off. Yeah, it really has. When we had you on earlier, you said, look, that that's, was the idea for us to play against the kind of teams and, that that we that we're playing, um, that's the, that was the idea to to see if we couldn't play against some of the best teams that we can play, and you know come out and try to compete, and it certainly has helped down the stretch. You haven't really um, in the playoffs yet had uh, had a close game, and I know that Wisconsin Lutheran is a team that you have a tremendous amount of respect for. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, Coach Walls, Wisconsin Lutheran, uh, you know, I remember watching them when they won their state championship, I believe, in 2014. Um, you know, watching that kind of gave me some inspiration to get more involved in the high school game. And, uh, you know, they're he's a great coach. They're a great program. They've got a lot of really good players. 
we've had um, two very tough games against them. And, you know, again, we've, him and I have, have texted back and forth, hoping that we get a third time um, to, to uh, see who gets the right to go to state. You know, coach, last time you played them, um, they, they had your number the first half. It was 35-16 at half. And uh, you guys outscored them 40-20 to in the second half to beat them by one, 56-55. And I know as a coach, when, when you go into halftime with a lead like that, you're feeling pretty good, but you want your kids to obviously finish the deal. And, you know, that's something that hangs with you for a while. I know as a coach, and you know as a coach, that that'll hang with you a little bit. And you know that they're going to come out that first half and do everything they can to make sure that you understand that they're, they're, the team that they are is the team that you saw in the first half back in January uh, on the 22nd at Wisconsin Lutheran College. How much do you think that, that the two teams have changed here in the last four or five weeks? Um, you know, I think both of us, again, they've only lost twice, and those were, were to us, um, and the one was a one-point game. And like you said, it was, you know, they had our – not only did they have our number, but, I mean, it looked like they were going to run us out of the gym. So um, I think both of us have gotten better from that point. Um, you know, we both have young, uh, younger teams that – where the kids, uh, I know their freshmen and our freshmen have both become, you know, integral parts of the team. Um, they're no longer freshmen. And, uh, you know, again, when you're in the playoffs, you're playing for something bigger than yourself. And I think both teams realize that and both, you're going to get the best effort from the kids. 100%. Coach, the last time we had John a few weeks ago, I said, look, that one of the difficult parts to, uh, trying to get ready for a team like Pewaukee is you have a lot of weapons. And you got some guys coming off the bench that can straight up play. But then when you have four, almost five guys in double figures, it's a difficult matchup because it's not like you can take one kid away and you got a chance to win it. You know, defensively, Coach Walls, I'm sure, is, is talking to his kids about really sound principles on how to make sure that we don't give up a lot of open looks and we can't we can't play off any of these guys because they all shoot the ball pretty well. Yeah, I think you know again it's a credit to our our kids. Um, you know we have a lot of guys that can play. Even the guys that that run a lot of our scout stuff. You know if they went to other high schools, they'd probably be starting at, at a lot of other high schools. Um, you know so I think it's a credit to the kids in terms of we have a lot of guys that can play and, and we're playing very unselfish. You know, we talk about um, being a great teammate. And I think that this season, um, every kid has really truly bought into that. And I think when you watch us play, um, none of them care who's getting the points. They just care that we're, we're winning. Um, so they're trying to make winning plays. And like you said, we have a number of guys. I mean, we brought Colin Osterman who had, who hadn't played much all season off the bench in our regional, I believe it was the regional semifinal. He came up and it went three of four from three. I mean, we've got kids that we can bring in that can score, but we also, we need kids to be able to, to recognize, Hey, this kid is going, or they're, they're really keying on some other player and I'm going to be open and, and be willing to shoot and have the confidence to play that way. Coach, I got to tell you, um, one of our past uh, pick and save student athletes of the week, AJ Hints. I need to get him that that uh, plaque, and I haven't wanted to bother him because you guys have been on such a run. But boy, you got to feel good about the game that he had, and the uh, last game in 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 the uh, sectionals against Brown Deer because he had a big game. And it's always good to see our seniors, guys that lead us. Um, and and he hasn't been he hasn't needed to score a lot, 
but he sure had a big game this last time. You know, he played amazing. Um, again, I think, you know, especially in high school, senior leadership is, and, and it's, at this time, point in time when, you know, there is no tomorrow, the senior urgency, uh, it, it makes a difference. And A.J. had that senior urgency. I mean, he didn't, he really didn't change the way he's been playing. He just, he felt good. And again, I think that that's a credit to our team. And they saw A.J. going and, and we, we focused on getting him um, some, some comfortable looks and he took advantage of it. And again, he's been so unselfish all year. He's our best on-ball defender. We put him on the team's best uh, offensive player, sometimes regardless of size. And he's never wavered. Um, a lot of the stuff he's done doesn't show up in the stats. And it was great to see in that game um, kind of everything come together. I mean, coming up through our program, he's been a three-point shooter. And we've kind of turned him into uh, a driver. But he's now he's got the drive and his three-point shot going. And he's become uh, a great defender. It's, it's really fun to see the maturation uh, as a player that he's had. He's always been a great kid. Um, but on the basketball floor, the maturation uh, of becoming an all-around player has been really fun to watch. Coach, I don't know the uh, the last time in, in a sectional game that I see a, a team that scores 59 points in the first half. You know, a lot of high school games, that's the final. You get the, you get the first team to 60, you're probably going to win, especially here in the state of Wisconsin. But to score 59 in the first half... I, I, I turned your game on, and I came in at halftime and saw the score. I immediately thought, man, I wonder what David is saying at halftime. I'm sure it's that, that hey, it's a, a game of two halves. we got to come out and play well in the second half. But at that point, you got to be kind of thinking, man, we're, we're hitting on all cylinders right now. There's not a lot to yell about at that point. No, there wasn't a lot to yell about. Um, again, I think, you know, uh, Ashton, one of our best players, uh, was struggling with his shot, but he was playing great, um, pushing the pace, um, being a, he was a great defender in that game. And so there were things like even where guys where we thought we could get better, there was things that the guys were doing um, to supplement that. And I think, you know, that first half, uh, I think we, I don't know how much better we can play. Um, we played well defensively. Obviously we shot the ball well. Uh, and, you know, our, my assistant, uh, Coach Wolfler, he, he said it at our shoot-around. He said the kids were ready to go. Like, they were focused. Um, I think last year, uh, again, we came up against the senior-laden Catholic Memorial team, and we pretended like we had a, a day the next day, and uh, it, it, got, it, it caught up with us. But I think we learned that lesson, and so, so far in the playoffs, we've been ready to play every game, especially that Brown Deer game. Hey, Coach, thanks a lot for your time. I know you have a shoot-around starting at 11 o'clock. I'm going to cut you loose. Um, good luck tonight. And, and, again, I really appreciate your willingness to come on and share some insight uh, regarding uh, Pirate basketball. So thanks. Appreciate you having me on, and thanks for covering high school sports. And it, it should be a good one. hope everybody will tune in. You got it. David Burkhamper, again, head coach at Pewaukee. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, our current electric superhero of the week, from New Berlin West will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. 
Well, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. You know, each uh, each week, uh, Current Electric allows me to do the uh, Superhero of the Week. And what I haven't done a great job is, is promoting their uh, Facebook page. You get a chance to, to see a picture and read more about each uh, winner. And so go, go to the uh, Current Electric Facebook page by about 11.15 every Saturday. Uh, my friends over at Kern Electric, they, they post the picture, they put the bio, and I get a chance to, to work with some of these kids and talk to them a couple of times throughout the week, and I love this segment. What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current electric superhero of the week. From New Berlin West High School. You know, a lot of times uh, superheroes say, hey, I play a little bit of tennis or I, I, I made a no-cut no tennis team, which was my favorite a couple of weeks ago. This young man, he's an athlete in a couple areas, right? Soccer player, he's been a four-year varsity player in New Berlin West, four-time scholar athlete, team captain, first and second team all-conference, also the team captain of the academic decathlon and science team, and part of the math team as well. And there's so much more to him than that, but he does, uh, he gets out and competes on a number of different areas. Zion Wang from New Berlin West, uh, young man, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time. Hey, um, and congratulations on being the Kern Electric Superhero of the Week. Well done on that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, too. Yeah, you bet. So I called over to the school and, and uh, worked with the principal and athletic director at New Berlin West, and they said, look, we have a number of kids that might fit under there. Let us talk about this. And uh, when the athletic director called me back and he said, look, we... We have a couple of them. I said, well, we're going to pick one now. And if, and if I'm lucky enough with Kern Electric to continue this program, I will give you a call back. And so that's fair enough. Zion Wang from New Berlin West, he's uh, got a 35 on his ACT. 35. And, and hopefully there's no disappointment on that, right, Zion? Uh, no, no, not no, at all. <laughs> none at all. Um, GPA of, of 4.2. He is uh, AP Scholar with distinction, part of the College Board National Rural and Small Town Recognition Program. He was chosen to represent his school at Badger State, uh, the Leadership Conference in 2020. Number of clubs that he's been associated with go from the National Honor Society, Spanish Honor Society, um, the Math Honor Society, Chick-fil-A Student Leadership Academy, Chamber Orchestra, it goes on and on. And when you go to the Kern Electric um, Facebook page after this, you get a chance to see all of them. My um, my favorite line in the letter that he wrote me was that he gets uh, he loves being part of the a lot of great community events and, and with classmates and friends through all of these clubs. Got a really unique opportunity to organize and run a hygiene collection drive in his community, and they collected over two thousand dollars in hygiene items for homeless children in the Milwaukee area. Zion, I have to ask you that because that just jumps off the page at me. And when when we talk about uh, servant leadership, 
Where do you think that comes from in your life? Well, I definitely say that it has a lot to do with the way I was raised. My parents definitely emphasized volunteer work, both in the church and in the community as I was growing up and uh, kind of just became a normal part of my life. And so especially when I got to high school and got a lot of opportunities to join all these clubs and do things uh, to help my community outside of school and outside of my daily life, I definitely really got to engage in it and was really fortunate enough to be able to do those kinds of things. And so um, I'd say that it's definitely a lot from my parents and then also a lot from just the interactions I've had growing up in school. Um, I really enjoyed learning from teachers and from older students, from coaches, and I think that's all kind of culminated to give me um, what I would say is my growing, still eager to grow um, student leadership aspect. Man, that, what a great answer. And thank you for that, Zion, because it's, it's I, I didn't think I would ask every single Current Electric Superhero of the Week that, that question, but it, but it becomes such an interesting answer to not only me, but to a lot of people that listen, uh, because it's it's hard for me to figure if you're born with that or that's a learned behavior. And the more I do this, I think it's a learned behavior. Had your parents not said, look, this is important in our family, in our home, this is what's important. And for you then to say, okay, the other thing I find, Zion, is when I ask about that part of, of kids' lives, they say this to me, and I wonder if you'll agree, I get more out of doing that kind of stuff than the people get from me helping. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you can do physically and emotionally for other people, but I think all those experiences, whether they're good or bad, I mean, I've had plenty of failures in volunteering or trying to help out. Uh, those always help me grow, uh, not only as a servant part of the servant leadership, as a volunteer, because now I know more of what to do. I'm more comfortable in it, but also as a leader, because I've definitely failed as a leader too. And every single interaction with other people will always help me grow. And that's something that I'm always eager to do. So as long as you're willing to absorb all that information, all these uh, different kinds of interactions, I think that's uh, definitely something that's learned. Uh, Zion Wang from New Berlin West. Uh, we're talking to him as our current electric superhero of the week. He also tutors uh, in math, both privately and in the job for the last four years, where he helps kids, he helps kids all ages learn to love math the way he does. And he's also played the piano for a long time. I, two questions for you. When do you sleep? And two, with all of this stuff, you obviously can multitask with the best of them. Do you believe that's a learned behavior as well? Well... I definitely don't get as much sleep as I should, as much as my parents would hope and my doctor would hope probably. Uh, but I do manage <laughs> to sleep at night, yes. Uh, and multitasking is, I wouldn't say it's necessarily uh, learned or like something you're born with. I think it's kind of something that's forced out of you when you have to do a lot of things personally. I wouldn't say I'm the best at time management, but I am pretty good at getting things done on time and getting things done uh, within a reasonable amount of time. And so uh, multitasking for me is probably a little bit of both learned and natural instincts. Yeah. Do you, do you have uh, siblings? Yeah. I have one older brother, man. You know what? Your, uh, your parents have got to be so proud of, of you and him. I'm sure 
um, the, the stuff that you do. I, I asked you about what's going what's going on next year. And you kind of said, ah, you know what? You really want to talk about that? Cause I'm really undecided. I said, that's okay. You're how old are you? 17, 18, 17, yeah, 17 years old. And I told you that you can change your mind. I'm sure your parents don't want to hear me say this, but you can change your mind three times before you go to bed tonight. But right now, um, post-grad plans are undecided. But Zion Wang, again, our current electric superhero of the week, he hopes to attend a four-year university and study biomedical engineering or some other STEM-related field and continue playing the piano. We haven't even gotten into the music side of this young man. Because he's a big-time piano player, but what he's hoping to do is study biomedical engineering or some such store, sort of STEM-related field. And you know what? I hope that you take your time, make the decision on where you want to go and continue. I think both fields, obviously, again, you're going to be giving back to the community, which is also important. You also want to continue playing the piano and get involved in, in a lot more activities when you get to the college campus. The last couple of minutes we have with you, Zion, can we talk about the music side of you? You started play, playing the piano a long time ago, like when you were four, something like that, correct? Yeah. Always well, loved it? No, definitely not. Uh, my mom definitely forced me into it when I was really young. And I think like most kids who are kind of forced into music, they definitely hate it. I've definitely tried to quit many times and my mom never let me and now i am so thankful she never let me quit because i really do love it now uh, i love learning i love playing i love performing every part of it is just so fun to me and it's always a new experience which i really love and i'm so thankful that my mom never let me quit but i definitely had doubts and definitely hated it at times she might be our current electric superhero of the week just so <laughs> you know maybe <laughs> if i can have a second winner this week it would be your mom for that decision the fact that you know the last line about that paragraph where you say i played piano at a local retirement home where i love to interact with all sorts of new people and share my music my love for music you're the second current electric superhero of the week that we've had this discussion with and understand young man that there's not a lot of kids your age that would feel comfortable going to a local retirement home and interacting with with people that are living there. So I commend you for that because it's not a really, it's not real comfortable. It's not real easy for kids that are 17, 18, 16 years old to do that. So thanks for doing that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you bet. Hey, um, thank you, man. And thank you to the people at New Berlin West, that school, what it's, it's a really good school Zion, and they've gotten you well prepared for whatever the next chapter is for you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you bet. Zion Wang, New Berlin West High School, our Current Electric Superhero of the Week. You can go to uh, the Current Electric web, uh, Facebook page. Go to the Current Electric Facebook page and see a picture of Zion and some of the things that he has done, is going to do, and uh, just an all-around great kid. And after this segment, every single week, all I think about in my head is, you know what? Our community, if Zion goes off to a college and decides to come back home, in this area, no worries. Our community is going to be in great hands. He is Zion Wang, West Al or West Dallas, New Berlin West High School. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Paul Wallersheim, head basketball coach at Martin Luther, will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz 
High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores. Boy, that was good. That Superhero of the Week with Colonel Electric. My goodness, Zion Wang from New Berlin West did a great job. And he is uh, extremely active, obviously, in giving back to the community, playing sports, playing the piano. And I want to thank everybody at New Berlin West for, for helping uh, nominate uh, Zion Wang. Did a great job. Our next guest, head basketball coach at Martin Luther's, friend of mine. We get a chance to talk a lot. Uh, and I just want to have him on for a couple of reasons. Coach Paul Wallersheim. Hey, Coach, how you doing today? Doing well. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to have you on and say congratulations on what I thought was a really good year, Coach. You know, there were some up and downs there in the beginning. Um, and then, man, and, and typical Coach Wallersheim teams, as, as, you know, midway through the year, through the end of the year, you guys were playing really, really well and knocked off some, some really good teams this year, including Racine St. Catharines which was the one that jumped off the page at me, obviously. And uh, just checking in with you to see how you and the staff and, you know, Marcus Hines and Dr. Jensen, everybody's doing okay with the year you guys had. Yeah, we're uh, we're really proud of, of the season we had. You know, it was uh, back in early January, mid-January, I want to say we were five and six. And, you know, we had uh, <clears throat> one of our, our – starting big man um we had leave the team he was you know averaging 10 rebounds a game for us and he was averaging a double double and our leading scorer was injured we're missing him and it just looked like oh boy where's this going and um we just kind of got the team really rallied together the coaching staff the, the the players and uh um we just started playing really well together and um, got those big wins, you know, the, <clears throat> the win against, uh, Lake country, um, when we were down by, you know, 20 points with 10 minutes to go and came back and won that game. And then the game against St. Catharines, uh, we got our, um, our, our Nas Beeman, who's our, our leading scorer, got him back. Um, and he had a terrific game against St. Catharines and we just kind of kept it going from there. It was, uh, it was really a good run. I think we finished this. Just, you know, the last 16, 13, 16 games, 13 and three and big wins. We got beat Janesville Park, who made it to the sectional semis in D1 and nice win over Ron Colley was undefeated in their conference. Um, and then the, the big win against uh, Whitnall for the regional championship. And then we had our hands full with Wisconsin Lutheran, who had beaten us by 30 points the second game of the year and had a lead with four minutes to go and, Wisco made some big shots and big plays down the stretch and, uh, and, and won that game credit to uh, coach walls and, and their team. Uh, but we really played well and hard and the team was all, you know, we were all together coaching staff players. It was just a really satisfying feeling of how we rallied and, and stayed together this season. Hey coach. And you know, the one game that you didn't talk about, I, I always think, that when you have a young team, the way, you know, your leading scorer is a freshman, you know, one of your best second players is a sophomore, you know, you've got a lot of youth on that team. That first regional game, 
when you play a team that's, you know, about a mile from the school and you get a chance to play Greendale and, and Greendale's a real proud program, you know, they are. And I don't think that they thought they were going to come over and, and get beat by Martin Luther. And you guys beat them 59-54. I think getting that first win in the regionals when you have young kids, especially when it's, you know, across town, you know, a mile from where you guys are at, I think that that was a really big statement win for your team. Uh, no doubt. I mean, they they came in the gym, and, and really, I was expecting a good game from them. And we really we showed film of some some points where Greendale played exceptionally well. Um, the the start of the Pewaukee game where they jumped on them like fourteen to two or something like that, um, and we we made sure our guys knew how good they were. And I'm I'm just glad we didn't take anything for granted there because we were in a battle from the opening tip. Their fans, their students were into it. Um, it was a they they were ready to play and they really were were focused on beating Martin Luther that day. Yeah, I just uh, I think that that when when I look at your schedule and obviously when you beat St. Catharines and you beat some of the schools you beat, I, I just think when you have young kids. And that first game of the regionals, and you got it at home, and you got a higher seed. That that's a scary matchup, and to beat Greendale, uh, I th- I just think was a really one of the quality wins, obviously that you you had this year. When you look at your conference, coach, St. Catherine's still playing, uh, Prairie is still playing, Whitefish Bay Dominican with Coach Gaz, they, they they had a chance to beat Milwaukee Academy of Science. They were right there. Had a chance at the end to beat them. You look at the, at, the, at Racine Lutheran and Shoreland Lutheran, and I'll tell you this: John well, Hoke over our conference that knocked those, you know, that knocked those, you know, St. Catharines knocked both those teams out of the out of the yeah, playoffs. Right. You know, and you, you look at John Hoke over at Thomas More, and I look. I you and I together coached against him, and you're still coaching against him. He, man, he, he's a guy who gets it and he really understands it. And he's a really good coach. The coach at Berlin Catholic Central, you know, they really struggled this year. They didn't have much in the program. It's a smaller school. They'll be better a year or two from now. But he's a quality coach. Right up and down, any coach that I talk about in the Metro Classic are guys that have just done it for a long time and had a lot of success. And they're tough to beat every night. Yeah, Coach. Uh, I mean, Coach Christensen at, at Racine Lutheran. Yeah. Um, you know, who is who is retired now, and uh, Coach Gaz, who is retiring after, you know, this season. When I looked when I looked at Dominican's roster at the start of the season, I, w- I was like, this is one of the, th- this is one of their poorest rosters in a long, long time, and, I mean, we. We were lucky to get out of Dominican with a victory the second time around. And, I mean, they, they had Milwaukee Academy of Science, who's playing for the sectional final championship today against St. Catharines, a really good team. They should have beat them. I mean, they, the way they were playing at the end of the year, what a credit to Coach Goss. He, he is really I, – I know everybody knows this, but he is really a good coach. He is. He's really good. And you, uh, when you have – Christensen, get... I mean, it's what a yeah. – what a conference to have the, those two coaches in our conference over the last, you know, five, six years and Christensen forever. 
And when you have, when you're a coach, guys, you got Gary DePerry sitting next to you, who is as good a coach as there is, and he he doesn't want, he won't even come on the show to let me talk to him. I just want to have him on the show. Let's just talk <laughs> about coaching basketball. He's like, no, coach, I coach guys, I'll handle that. Call him. And I go, no, oh, Gary, I don't want to talk about Dominican. I just want to talk about you and I coaching for as long as we have. No, no, give coach guys a call, and I listen each week, but I don't really want to be on. Which is a shame because I'd like to have him on. He's a really good man and a good dude. Yeah. And part of uh, retiring from coaching next and sitting next to you every day has been missing those guys. You know, I, I miss going down and, and, and talking to Coach Bennett, Racine St. Catharines, and Jason at Prairie, and, and all of these guys. Christensen at you know, I'll tell you about him, Coach. I, I used to go and scout them, and I didn't know how funny he is because when he's coaching, he's very intense. And then he came in the studio. The guy's hysterical. Loves to play golf. His son's big time player. Is his son taking over? No, no. The whole staff is leaving, so they're going to be they looking are. for a whole, whole new. Really? Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I. I'll tell you what. Playing against those guys, that always I will a difficult not miss part. Playing against Coach Christensen's no. teams. Nope. That's for sure. Because they no. are built to handle pressure, to space the floor. The backdoor pressure. I mean, if you're a team that likes to get up into people, that's the the way he coaches and the way they run motion offense is a thing of beauty. It really is. And you know, you and I had a special moment down in that gym when we were down scouting that that uh, that one time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never in my life. It's the only time I've ever forgotten my phone in the car. By the way. Ever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not kidding. Yeah. That had to be the day. And one day we'll, I keep laughing about it, but one day we'll both kind of giggle a little bit about it. Hey, coach, um, next year, there are some some awfully good players coming back to Martin Luther, but you you will lose a couple of seniors that, you know, Trey Burris was, boy, he really developed. And and you and I were talking the other day, coach, and, and you told me what you had talked to him about in the locker room after that loss uh, to Wisconsin Lutheran. And that's why I asked you to come on, because I just thought people need to understand um, what, what a great statement that you had for him. Can you share that? Yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, – I just want to make sure it could be – you know, and, and coaches out there know how close you become with your players and your coaching staff. I mean, it's really all – in a lot of ways, it's all you think about during the basketball season is motivating your kids. What are you going to, you know, what, what can you do to beat this team, a game plan, um, working together to see what you're going to do. And when the kids all buy in, like, like we had, you know, down the stretch here, um, losing that last game, it's super emotional. I mean, the kids are emotional in the locker room and, and, you know, I've, we've been on both ends, both you and me of, when in a state championship where there's just elation at the end or this. And I just want to make sure that, that Trey as well as our other seniors know that as great of an experience as, as it is and as emotional experience and how, how much a part of something bigger than yourself, you feel this can't be the, the, the greatest moment of your life. You know, it, it's got to be part of, that was a great experience in my life, but graduating from high school, going to college, um, getting a job, um, um, being in tune with your faith, um, all those things have to be, 
bigger and better as you move on from um, from your high school experience. And, and it's just got to be one of the great experiences of your life, not the experience of your life. And I, I worry about that with some of our with some of our kids at times, you know, that, you know, that, that they, they peak at, at, you know, a state championship or a, or a high school basketball team. And, and, you know, just that they keep their focus on, on the goals, um, uh, you know, the, the other goals in their life, education, family, uh, their spiritual life, all those things. Boy, I just, uh, I appreciate your willing to, to, to talk about that. Cause I just think it's a really good message for other coaches and for parents, when you're talking to seniors after they either win a state championship or get knocked out, you know, make sure these kids understand this is just one part of this big journey, and it can't be the part of the journey. So, Coach, thanks a lot. I appreciate uh, a few minutes of your time, and, uh, man, I'm sure I'll be talking to you here real soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on, Mike. Yeah, you bet. Uh, it's Coach Paul Wallershine, Martin Luther. Get to a break. Other side of the break, DJ Malachek. Head coach at St. John's. He got a big game tonight. And we'll talk to him about that game. And we'll check in to see how his dad's doing as well. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. On 12.50 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM. The fan, it's been a busy show, just keeps getting better. DJ Malachnik, he is uh, coach at St. John's, interim head coach, I guess would be the title. And before we talk about that game they have today, DJ, thanks for coming on, just checking in, see how your dad's doing. Mike, thanks for having me, as always. Um, yeah. My dad is my dad's doing well. He's doing a lot better. He is good. Um, I feel like every time we talk, he he breaks milestones. So he's been doing good. He's been at all the playoff games. Um, been you know he sits behind the bench and he's able to come in during timeouts. So he's on the staff and everything. So he, he's come a long way. It's been pretty amazing. That you know what? Praise God. I I'm just telling you. Thank you. I, I'm so happy to hear that. And I saw a couple posts where. You know, he was there, and, and it just made me smile. He is, uh, hey, man, if you didn't know this before, your dad is one tough dude, man. He is a tough, <laughs> and physically, mentally, the whole bit. And, and you know how I feel about your family, the love that, that you guys have, you know, have shown him and, and the community has shown your family. I think that helps. Nice. That has gotten him to those games. I believe that. Oh, tremendously! Yeah, the faith in God um, has been amazing, and to see it, see it, you know, run through our entire family and everybody around us has been amazing. The support, and, and it definitely has helped. You know, of course, helped my dad, but it, it's helped all of us as well. Man, so d let's talk about this game today. You know, this is—we've uh, said it a few times. And I know that Mark Miller has said it a couple of times. You know, anytime you play a team three times. It's it, it, especially in, you know, a team like you, you guys in Lake Country Lutheran. I know the last time you guys played, I sent you a text that, and I read it wrong. I said, congratulations. You said, what are you talking about? We lost. And I said, dude, I'm yeah. so sorry. You're like, no worries. Let's just hope we get one more shot. And, yeah. I, you know, you guys have talked about it. They've talked about it as well. 
they said, look, we'd like to play them again because they're really good and they, and they bring the best out of us. And sure enough, a lot of times when you think that, DJ, it doesn't happen. Somebody gets knocked off, but this thing has happened and you get a chance to go play them one more time. I can't imagine that you, you're not going to have to say one word about firing anybody up in the locker room today. No, I mean, yeah. Anytime you get an opportunity like this at the uh at this time of the year, it's, it's awesome, and you know our boys are grateful for it and, and ready to attack it. You know, sure we played twice, but it's it's just two opportunities to learn from, as I'm sure they did as well. You you learn a lot about a team when you play them, whether you win or lose. So tonight's a new night, um, and really, it's a it's a game that matters. It does. This is the one that that definitely matters, and you know, um, this late in the year. Do you do much to, to – you don't tweak a whole lot at this point. You just try to get better with everything you're doing, I would think, correct? Yeah, yeah, it's a little of that. Um, you you try to get to a point where you continue to get better at everything you're doing, but then – and we've talked about that all year. We're then down the stretch. Once you, once you hammer that out, you're able to make a little tweaks and adjustments once everybody's – um, comfortable with what's going on, and that's something our boys have really done a good job in the playoffs to this point. You know, everything still stays the same, but there are still small adjustments that you have to make, and and to see the boys respond to that um, has been has been great to see. Hey DJ, you know you've been you got thrown into this a little bit. You know the timing on it, and and not only did you have to move over six inches on the bench, which I think is a mile and a half. If people don't understand it. Going from an assistant on the varsity level to a head coach, um, it, it it doesn't seem like it's going to be that. But boy, oh boy, all of a sudden, all the eyes are looking at you. All the paperwork comes through you. All the decisions on stuff going through you. So you were dealing with that at the same time with your dad. And 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 I don't think I'm I'm speaking out of turn when I said he was in the fight for his life, and he was. Mm-hmm. And so how are how did you handle all that mentally? Was it something that you just went and did? And once the season is over, and hopefully, uh, you know, if you guys uh, get a chance to continue, but once it's over, will you then take a breath and kind of just smile and go, how did I do it? Or was it something that you thought you were fully prepared for? No, I don't think anybody can ever be prepared for something like that, especially the timing that it happened. Um but what got me through it, especially when my dad was, you know, in his coma, was I, I knew what he would want me to do, um, yeah. and I knew he would have the confidence in me. So I just kind of, when I was with the boys, and um, I just did the best I could for them, and then, you know, kind of deal with it a little bit on the outside as well with my family. But when I'm with them, I just wanted to give everything I had to the team. Um, you know, I've been thinking about that a little bit as the time goes on right now, too, like, you know, you, you kind of look into the future sometimes and think in the future of what's going on going forward. But I'm really just trying to stay in the moment um, with this group and, you know, it'll be something that we can all reflect on at the end of the day whenever, hey, D- this, you know, when it comes to an end. DJ, how old are you? Can I ask? <laughs> I'm 29. 29 years old. Man, I got yeah. socks older than you, young man. I, I'm just <laughs> telling you. And And here's what I know is the toughness of the family that you grew up in. And not in a bad way, they're just tough. You know what, we're tough dudes and we're gonna play hard and we're gonna play to win. And what Mm -hmm. I tell people all the time is, look, 
when you know when you were a kid, there was always guys in the playground that you would punch and they'd punch you and you'd punch them and <laughs> then you'd go back and play basketball. That's how I feel this is. But growing up yeah. with 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 mentally and physically tough family, you were prepared for this. You played at a high level and played under a lot of pressure and understood that that's what it took. And and I think at 29 years old, you know what, you handled this as well as uh, could be expected. And uh, I give you a lot of credit. Uh, yeah, I give the people at St. John's a lot of credit for understanding, you know, the importance of what you really had going on in your life was making sure that your mom and dad and your dad got back to being healthy. And then knowing that this is what he would want you to do. Uh, look, you've done everything that he has wanted you to do so far. I can tell you one more thing he wants from you. He wants you to go get a win today. You know that, right? Yeah, I think he's got a couple more. But yeah, he, I agree he, with that. That, Thank that you, is man. one of them. Uh, that's for sure. Yeah. Hey, hey, I'm on the Facebook page, and there's uh, 598 people that have been invited to a fundraiser on Sunday, March 7th. Yes. At the Suburban Bourbon, 140 people now have committed to going. You know, the other people that were invited that you haven't made a decision, come on out. I'm going to head out there. Uh, it's next week, Sunday. Awesome. Yeah, I'll be out there for sure. Uh, 1 to 6.30, Suburban Bourbon out in uh, out of Muskego, and we're going to raise some money uh, for uh, for the Melanchik fundraiser. And, and uh, man, this family deserves our help. And uh, definitely looking forward to seeing these guys. Um, I appreciate your time today. Uh, good luck today. It's uh, going to be a tough putt, obviously. You know what you're you're up against. That's a really good uh, Lake Country Lutheran team that's had a lot of success, and they're playing well right now with a lot of confidence. Yep. yep. They are. We are, uh, <laughs> as always, thank you for having me, and we're, the boys are definitely excited and um, locked in and ready to go, as I'm sure Lake Country Lutheran is as well. So it's, it's going to be a battle for sure for 36 minutes. Man, 100%. He is DJ Malachna, coach at St. John's. I don't know what to call you. Are you the interim coach? Man, we'll just say you're the head coach. And if Dwayne wants to argue with me, then he can call me anytime, and I'll have that <laughs> argument. But right now, AJ, you uh, you def, DJ, you are definitely AJ. Jeez, yeah, DJ, you are definitely the head coach over there. And uh, and good luck, uh, good luck tonight. And I'll see you next Sunday. Thanks, Mike. We'll see you next Sunday. I appreciate that a lot. You got you got a DJ Malachek, coach over at St. John's. We're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break, we have the Citizens Bank scoreboard, some scores on the girls' side, and we'll talk about some of the matchups uh, that are happening today on the boys' side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on twelve fifty AM the fan. A lot of games, a lot of scores to keep up with. Any big upsets this week? What teams had a great week and what teams need to get back to practice? It's time to look at this week's scoreboard brought to you by Citizens Bank, your partner in the community for your home, your business, and your life. I want to thank our friends Citizens Bank, Stephanie and everybody over there for sponsoring this segment. I, I really do. Uh, I do thank you for that, guys. And and it's important that uh, that we get a chance to to work with uh, companies like Citizens Bank and and Pick and Save and Current Electric and Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. 
Uh, our friends at Ideal Logos, certainly Smoking Hot Mary over there. And Troy Schaefer at MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. These are the kind of companies that uh, that do a lot. Donovan Jorgensen, Heating and Cooling, they just came in as our title sponsor for our youth sports show. But they're so involved in the community as well. A lot of people that work at Donovan Jorgensen do a ton. And uh, their kids over there, aunts or their nieces, nephews, their kids, their grandkids play sports in our area. And those are the type of, uh, of partners that I have. And I want to thank you to all of them. And uh, we could not do this kind of program if it was not for you guys. So I want to thank you. A couple of uh, scores. The Girls Basketball Division 5 is already in the books. And we do have a state champion in that uh, assumption. Beat Three Lakes in the finals on Thursday, 55-48. They played that game up in lacrosse at the lacrosse center. And again, assumption on the girls' side, the Division Five state champions. And then uh, yesterday on Friday, we had a few as well. And uh, I can tell you this, that uh, Michicot went on and won a state championship for the first time in school history in Division Four. want to congratulate them. And Lake Mills, Lake Mills got a win against Aquinas in the uh, in the Division Three state championship, and that was played uh, in Oshkosh. And want to congratulate Lake Mills and Michicot for closing the deal. It's a really difficult thing to do, and and for you coaches, you know what I'm talking about. It's it's a hard thing to win a state championship. There's a lot of things that got to go your way in order to get that uh, get that done. And uh, for Michicot, the first one in school history. And I can't, they're going to be celebrating there for a long time. That was a good win. In fact, there was years ago when I was at Dominican, we played Michicot boys team in in the state finals. And they were good. They were really good. But we were were quite a bit better at, at that game. And I can tell you that I talked to some of the kids that played on that team a couple months after. My wife and I were actually driving and uh, went into a gas station to get gas. And there was two of the players from there. And they both kind of looked at me and I looked at them and I said, boys, what's going on? And we had a long conversation and they said, look, we were a really good team. But, man, we didn't we didn't pl- we hadn't played anybody with the kind of quickness and toughness that you had there at Dominican. And it would but it was a good game. And, and now that Michicot has uh, has won the girls state championship, they have their first in school history, and Lake Mills, they win the Division Three state championship. So I want to say congratulations to them. Game's going on today. First game of the, the day over at the Lacrosse Center. Notre Dame beat Onalaska in the Division Two state semifinals. And right now, the, the, the best I can get you is a halftime score. Germantown up 41-19 on Verona. 41-19. On Verona at 12:25, Division Two, New Berlin Eisenhower plays Reedsburg, and you know we had a chance to talk to Cameron Hoffman, who is a senior for Eisenhower, and you know a couple hours before she hits the floor, she's here talking to girls that are sixth and seventh grade, driving up to the game, telling them what it takes to play at the level that she's at, and I thought that was wonderful. At 2:10, Franklin will play Hudson in the Division One semi-final and uh, the winner of that game will play the winner of that Germantown Verona game never want to say the game's over but at 41-19 
Germantown has been rolling, and uh, they 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 probably will be in the Division One finals, and that will be a little bit later on tonight. Again, two uh, twelve twenty five New Berlin Eisenhower Reedsburg game, and that should be an awfully good game. Then on the boys' side. We've been talking a lot of boys basketball today, and I want to thank Mark Miller and David Burkamper and Paul Wallersheim, DJ Malachnik, as we talked about those games. And I don't know how you pick which game you're going to go to. I mean, there's so many good games in this area that you could head out to or watch. I, you know what? It's I guess it's hard nowadays to just say I'm going to a game. It's hard to get in. But if I were to go to a couple today, I think that Pewaukee game at home against Wisconsin Lutheran would be one I'd want to see. I wouldn't mind seeing that Kimberly Menominee Falls game as well. Wauwatosa East against Franklin, going to be an awfully good game. The St. John's at Lake Country Lutheran, that might be the game of the day. And, you know, I can tell you that when Mark Miller was on, he said a couple of these games could be the game of the day. He also talked about Prairie going to Cuba City. When I was at Dominican, Cuba City had to come here, and we played at West Bend, and it was an it was an early game, like a four o'clock game, and they had to leave quite early, and and it was a pleasure and a privilege to to coach a game against uh, Jerry Pettigrew, and uh, we talked about the travel part of it, and he said, look, this was hard, not only for me but for the fans, because we had to get up and and get after it pretty early and to drive all the way across the state, uh, Cuba City's up near Platteville in that area. To drive in and get to this game was difficult, and I know that Prairie School is is feeling that as they're dry, uh, traveling over to Cuba City to play a really you know the number one team in the state when it comes to uh, Division Four basketball is Cuba City. So that's a game that uh, not sure I'd want to make that drive to go see, but I certainly would like to see it and maybe be able to watch it online, which would be awesome. The Tosi's Franklin game is one that really. Uh, um, it interests me a lot. Franklin beat Tosis. This game is at Tosis. I saw them play uh, a couple weeks ago against Tosa West, and they didn't have their best game in the first half. Then I watched in the second half, and they played much better. And it's a team that is run by a point guard that's played uh, varsity basketball since his freshman year. He's going to northern Michigan. I uh, grew up with his mom and his uh, uncles on the east side of Milwaukee over at St. Peter and Paul, the Ellingson family, and the kids got some moxie, I'll tell you that. And he's a really good basketball player. And then they've got some athletes all over the place, well, co- well really well coached, Tim Arndorf, for going against a Franklin team that has played well all year. And, you know, you got to give Franklin a lot of credit because if you look at their schedule, look at who they played. Brook Central, Brook East, they, they didn't shy away from anybody. And uh, they're ready for this game. A lot of good games going on. I appreciate everybody that uh, joined me today. From Cameron Hoffman to Mark Miller, David Burkamper, uh, Zion Wang, who is our current electric superhero of the week, Coach Wallersheim, Coach Malachek, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate everybody listening. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan.